We'd like to welcome you back to our current event and weekly Bible study for August 28th, 2011. And we're going to continue with the teaching that we did last week. This more falls into the vein of current event and Bible study type of teaching. But it also is somewhat of a continuation of the one we did last week on disclosure, the collapse of the economy, the collapse of the dollar, uh, that particular subject that we're in reference to here. So, uh, I don't know if you could call it part five because we did four parts last week. But anyway, let's just go ahead and get right into the study. These, again, are some things that confirm the impending collapse of the economy, which seems to be pretty much a foregone conclusion. And I'm kind of just kind of go through a whole bunch of these in rapid succession. The first one is uh, entitled Whistleblowers Coming Out of the Woodwork. And this one is, here's one of the predictions in my, quote, timeline article. The new whistleblower law will turn once loyal banksters into singing canaries to both save their own skins and get rich in the process. Watch for more and more whistleblowers to come forward. Banksters are on the run. Now, what we're going to do now is give you a whole bunch of examples of these whistleblowers coming forth to expose the very system they've come out of. It says they're coming out of the woodwork to take down the bad guys. Just look at all the whistleblowers over just the past 24 hours. Now, this is just in a 24-hour period. There were this many people jumping um, off the big bank uh, global ship here to expose it. First one, Madoff whistleblower. Uh, big banks are ripping off pension funds. Attorney generals in Virginia and Florida filed civil suits against BNY Mellon, alleging that the bank cheated pension funds in those states by choosing improper prices for currency trades, the bank process for the funds. The man who uncovered the alleged scam, Harry Markopoulos, expects all 50 states to eventually join the suit. If the name sounds familiar, it's because Markopoulos, Markopoulos, that's a tongue twister, was a whistleblower on the Madoff-Ponzi scheme, only to have his claims ignored by the SEC for the better part of the decade. Um, So, again, they're alleging that the banks cheated the pension funds in those states by choosing improper prices for currency trades. And again, there's a link to every one of these if you want to know more about it. But essentially what what seems to be happening is a lot of the evil and lies that these big banks have participated in and perpetuated is is starting to be exposed um, in mass. Next article, the SEC, which recently launched a whistleblower program that offers financial rewards for people who report securities violations, now has one of its own attorneys alleging that the agency destroyed thousands of documents involving banks and hedge funds. Matt Tabby reported, the allegations come from the SEC attorney Darcy Flynn, who is a 13-year veteran with the agency. According to the report, Flynn claims the SEC has been destroying records relating to the investigations of financial criminals since 1993. So in other words, they're protecting their own, because they're all in it together. Some of the records that were allegedly destroyed involve Goldman Sachs, Bank of America, Wells Fargo, Lehman Brothers, Deutsche Bank, SAC Capital, and Madoff. So, I mean, it's just... These are evil, evil, evil people and institutions. Uh, The banking system. It's a total system of unjust scales and balances and false false weights and measures that God abhors. All you have to do is read Proverbs to find that out. Our whole banking system is 
based on fiat currency, which is essentially not even worth the paper that it's printed off. And um, let's go further here. Uh, here's the next article. A former senior analyst at Moody's has gone public with his story of how one of the country's most important rating agencies is corrupted to the core. The analyst, William J. Harrington, worked for Moody for 11 years, from 1999 until his resignation last year. From 2006 to 2010, Harrington was a senior vice president in the Derivative Products Group, which was responsible for producing many of the disastrous ratings Moody issued during the housing bubble. Harrington has made his story public in the form of a 78-page comment to the SEC's proposed rules and rating agency reform, which he submitted to the agency on August 8th. The comment is a scathing indictment of Moody's processes, conflicts of interest, and management, and it will likely make Harrington a star witness at any future litigation on the hearings of the top. Now, again, the whole subject here is, these are just some whistleblowers that came out within a a recent 24-hour period. This is just a sample of a 24-hour period. So it seems like the big banking ship is starting to go down. The, the Titanic of the banking industry seems to be going down. Now, I'm not saying that that means that the system of unjust weights and balances and all those other things are going to be done away with. But if we harken back to last week, with a lot of the things that supposedly this Nisera would want to implement, or the Ascended Masters or whatever, they would want to supposedly go back to a gold-backed, currency, just weights and balance, which on the surface is going to seem really, really great, particularly in comparison to the corrupt system that we have. So again, you know, it's going to be, it's going to look so much better than it would have maybe from a hundred years ago or whatever we had at that point, when things were so much less corrupt than they are now. As it gets more corrupt, the alternative is going, in other words, as things get more corrupt, the alternative is going to look all the more better. Um, then we go into, you know, the Dow. The Dow ends down 400. This was on August 18th. Stocks closed off at their worst levels Thursday. We're still down sharply following a handful of disappointing economic news reports and continuing worries over the stability of Euro banknotes. All three major indexes on track for the worst month in almost three years. Um, the CBO volatility index was widely considered the best gauge of fear in the market. It surged almost 40% to above 44 <clears throat> And then this guy named Todd Schoenberger, manager, director of Landcoal Trading, says, is this sell-off really a surprise? The macro data continues to paint a dire fiscal future for the world. Investors are naive to think that this is just a, quote, rough patch. Remember, we have got to have the ushering out of the old world order and the ushering in of the new world order, and it's going to come through massive chaos. It's going to be order, in this case, new world order, out of chaos. Ordo ab cow, the 33rd degree motto of the Freemason. Okay, ordo ab cow, which which means order out of chaos. So this is, I've done a teaching called the dollars decline all by design. It's all by design. It was planned out, who knows how long ago, hundreds of years ago most likely, that this ultimately would happen in order to usher in the New World Order, which heavily relates to last week's teaching. Here's another one. This is a secular economic opinion. 
So I want to just preface that secular economic opinion. Last week, the bank crisis and the sovereign debt crisis in Europe was so urgent, Sarkozy and Merkel returned from month-long vacations to meet each other this week. The outcome? Silence. What happened to the impending overnight collapse of Society General in France, which is, a, I believe, some type of banking institution, and Unicredit in Italy? Did they receive still more injections of fiat funds, meaning they, pr- they print money out of thin air? And they infuse, which creates hyperinflation, which just ultimately, in the long run, just contributes to the implosion of currency worldwide, or, or any currency that's not backed by some type of precious metal. Fiat means basically fake. When you see fiat currency, that's what it essentially means. It's fake. It's like monopoly money, essentially. Things are supposedly urgent in the United States, but Obama leaves for his $50,000 a week digs at Martha's Vineyard. Evidently, all the elites here and abroad have taken August off. A month or so ago, I included an opinion here that it appears more and more inevitable to me that the old must be completely destroyed, which means taken down by force, for the new to rise up. Now, here is a secular economic opinion Basically saying the old world order has to be destroyed in order for the new world order to be implemented, in order for us to go from the age of Pisces into the age of Aquarius. Now that's for, for more of a new world order, new age religious standpoint. Okay, The ushering in of the Antichrist and the false prophet. Um, today this seems to be even more true than it did then. The reason for this would be a lack of cooperation of the old world order with the establishment of the new world order. The attitude that they will never, under any circumstances, let go of their grip under the, they, the grip they have upon the neck of the world. So, to see, there's in Satan's camps, and I don't know if I've mentioned this enough. There is a lot of infighting. Okay, again, if they would have, they would have liked to have, have implemented their full new world order by 1984. That's what George Orwell's book was all about, the whole Big Brother thing. Well, Maitreya has supposedly said, my big debut, my day of declaration, when I make, you know, everybody who's going to hear my voice telepathically, and I'm going to make my big debut, um, that that was supposed to occur a long time ago. Well, I, I believe God is, in his mercy and in his grace, has pushed that back and kept pushing it back and pushing it back. For the sake of the body of Christ's preparations, for the sake of the souls that needed to be saved, for the sake of the prayers of the saints that have, uh, God has shown mercy. But there's going to come a day and time when it's going to be implemented. But I also believe God did it to show them to be liars as well. Because a lot of times Satan has all these big aspirations and plans, but they don't, they don't come about in a time frame he would like to have them come about. Why? Because the Lord Jesus Christ and Father God are on the throne. Okay? Jesus Christ at the right hand of God the Father Almighty ever making intercession for the saints. So, they're not going, Satan isn't going by his timetable. He has to go by God's timetable. And that's something we always need to keep in mind as well. Because he's not the one in control. So, let's go further here. Um, Their only considerations, in my opinion, are staying in power and precluding exposures by stretching the fiat rubber band until it breaks. In other words, the old world order's only considerations are are staying in power and precluding exposures by stretching the fiat, fake money, rubber band until it breaks 
before which they will have pillaged or ripped off the existing monetary system for every dollar that they can extract as it is as is reflected in the content of all their secret bank documents from all over the world democrats and pub republicans alike so this whole thing about democrats and republicans and, and this and that well you know behind back behind doors they all get to, together and slap each other's backs and and they're all on the same team they're all two sides of the same rotten coin okay so, but that what they want to do is convince you that be on the winning side. Now, I'm not saying obviously the Republican views wouldn't mo- more likely reflect on on certain levels a Christian's viewpoint. I mean, if you're pro-life and you know these types of things. But re- the reality is, is both sides have been created by the old world order, and it's again, it's the Hegelian dialectic. It's creating the problem and the solution, and, and um, you know. Ultimately, they give you their solution. Okay, they have two opposing sides, and ultimately, they bring you toward their solution. It's called the Hegelian dialectic. It's ultimately order out of chaos. It's all by design. So, that's another thing that's very important to understand here. So, these people that are on the sinking ship of the old world order are used to it being that way, and they don't want to give up, and they're going to go out scratching and clawing while the ship goes down, while the new world order is actually implemented. And when, it, and when it breaks, meaning this fiat rubber band system, the resulting consequences to the people will be anarchy, which probably is true. Um, they, meaning the old world order boys, could care less. They, have been, they work for the banks, Wall Street, and the invisible hand, not you and me. By the way, as an interesting aside, it was reported yesterday that the Big 12, the super congress, and remember Obama's the 13th member of the Big 12, the Big 12, the Super Congress, have received cumulatively already $65 million over the last few days by various special interest groups. Yeah. So this wonderful Super Congress, this, this absolute total dictatorship that has been formed in America now, has all of a sudden been the recipient of over $65 million cumulatively to its members in the last so many days. I wonder what the motivation of all this money is. It's to implement their agenda. Whether they be vaccination, big pharma cartels that want to implement forced vaccinations, whether it be somebody like Monsanto that wants to railroad GMOs down our throat, or some fringe organization that wants to uh, implement human hybrid animal cloning. That is most likely where all this money is coming from. And we've done... You know, when that first came out, we did, we've done some teachings on the Super Congress as well, exposing that. With these observations of the continuation of fiat money and bank ownership of the world, it is not hard to predict in advance that these 12, these 12 in the Super Congress, and actually it's 13, will turn the screws on the people as directed by the banks and their Illuminati masters. Yes, absolutely. Now that that's been set up, there's really nothing for them Nothing to prevent the Super Congress from just becoming an absolute, flat-out, total, 100% dictatorship. There's nothing, there's no legislation they won't be able to go after. There's no law on the books that they won't be able to try, if it has anything to do with morality or righteousness, that they won't try to overturn or refute. Okay, So it goes further by saying, uh, they are, after all, whores, which is true, getting paid for many places and directions all at once, including their paychecks from the people. 
So we must wait for the demise of the old world order to receive the new. If they, led by the Fed, have a completely free hand, it could easily take a year or two, as they fill each and every hole in the dike with wads of thin air money, monopoly money, not caring about the consequences to the economy, the country, or the currency of the people. In other words, what as the sinking ship is going down, as the dike is being ready to, to crumble and break, like the dam, what they're trying to do is stuff all this fiat currency, this fake monopoly money, in all the holes where the water's starting to come out, in order to plug it up until the last second when the dike actually breaks. That's, that's the analogy there. And again, when that does, that would be the absolute total collapse of, I really not only believe the American economy, but the economy, many, many economies worldwide. And then, out of the desperation and out of the, the ashes of that will arise the New World Order, the global economy, the Antichrist, and the false prophet. Most likely, this will also be in conjunction with World War III and some type of, uh, of um, World War III incident in, uh, between Israel and other states. And we're going to talk about that at the end of the study, because that also relates to the subject. So again, this teaching really goes with last week's teaching. And I'm going to probably actually list them in that particular order. This will probably be like part five in the continuation of last week's teachings. Uh, because this is more backing up what we're talking about from the previous week. Okay, let's go further here. Um, <clears throat> this possibility cannot be easily discounted as it, as it is exactly what they have done to date. What I see now are banks on the verge of collapse in several countries, any one of which could trigger the ultimate financial earthquake due to intertwined derivatives, CDSs, insurance, and uncollectible sovereign debt being carried as assets. Many banking dominoes are ready to fall around the world. The first to fall could be anywhere. The fiat boys are propping them up with fake money and sending the bills to the taxpayers. This is why, I mean, again, with this quantitative easing with this printing more fiat money, what it's doing is it's causing massive inflation. The prices of everything are going up. I mean, I went in to get some service done on a vehicle I had uh, like Friday, and I mean from from February till now, okay, about six months, like to do the training, to do a training flush, um, it went up like 40, I think it was about $40 at least to get the service that I wanted. Uh, every, I mean, everything had went up a ton, and it had only been like six months. Well, as they print more money out of thin air, um, what it's causing is more hyperinflation. The money's becoming more and more diluted, more and more non-valuable, and it takes more and more money to buy the same services. So your money's not going near as far. I'm sure you've seen the, the prices of groceries and the prices of gas and these types of things, and unfortunately... It's really only the beginning. Because they want people, when the New World Order is implemented, they want people to be at max desperation. And this is why the Bible says, The prudent man foreseeth the evil, and hideth himself, but the simple pass on and are punished. Now I'm not saying the Lord Jesus Christ can't take care of you in a crisis, but if you have the means to prepare on some level for an impending crisis coming, I think it would behoove us to try to do that. You know, um... The Bible talks about to, to go to the ant and consider the ant. And what does the ant do? Well, he stores up his food in the summer so that he has food in the winter. And, you know, these are things that, you know, we need to think about as well. Particularly if you have a family. 
So let's go further here. Uh, let's see here. What I see now are banks on the verge of collapse in several countries, any one of which could trigger the ultimate financial earthquake due to intertwined derivatives. Okay, we already read that. Many banking dominoes are ready to fall. Um, <clears throat> with this being said, with this being done with the cooperation of their corrupt political pawns here and abroad, to save the banks, they work for the politicians, have intentionally chained the hands, feet, and necks of generations of their own people. Isn't it a sorry spectacle what people will do for a blonde case of scotch I never really heard it put that way or a campaign contribution a secret bank account or a free a free trip or a stock tip in other words these people that take bribes these politicians and then they can enact all these things to these uh, these all these special interest groups that represent different corporations you know hey you know if we send you this free case of blonde scotch single malt whiskey or whatever Will you do this for us? If we, or if we give you $500,000 on the side, and then they end up benefiting millions and millions of dollars because of the corrupt politicians have, have, the, have the power to you know, manipulate things and laws and get things railroaded through. Um, it goes on to end by saying they enter poor and come out rich, virtually every one of them. 1 Timothy 6, 9 and 10 says, but they that will be rich fall into temptation and a snare, and into many foolish and hurtful lusts, which drown men in destruction and perdition. For the love of money is the root of all evil. Now this implies that the, that the rich they're in reference to here are the people that literally love money, because it is the root of all evil. Now I'm not saying somebody couldn't be wealthy and not be a born-again Christian. Okay, but the thing is, is, did you achieve your wealth through the love of money, which is the root of all evil? Or did you achieve it through greed? If God gave it to you, and you are a faithful steward with what he's given you, that's a whole other story there. Okay? But, so I want to just kind of preface that. <clears throat> so, for the love of money is the root of all evil, which while some coveted after, they have erred from the faith, and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. In other words, they coveted, you know, the money. Which is what we're in reference to here with all this evil campaign contributions and kickbacks and bribes and things of this of this nature. At various times we were, and back to the article, at various times we were reliably informed Obama threatened a race war should there be any attempt to remove him no matter, no matter what the reason. Now our, quote, king has issued amnesty orders for illegal aliens without a vote of Congress or the American people. Now I heard about this, but I haven't really looked into it as much, but I have heard that he has he issued some type of uh, amnesty order for these illegal aliens without a vote of Congress or the American people. Now, see, with the super Congress, that's going to be super simple because they're going to be able to just railroad through whatever bill they want to, you know, just like a total dictatorship. And then it goes on to say the Constitution, in his mind, it does not exist or apply to him, meaning Obama. He was parachuted into the Oval Office without vetting on orders of the invisible hand. Obama was born in Kenya. Obama, I mean, how many times did they have to forge that birth certificate? You know, it's almost just like they're throwing it in your face. The guy's totally, he's an illegal alien at best. Okay, he's totally, totally, totally unqualified to be the president of this country. He's a Muslim, to boot. Okay, 
And we've proven all this in previous teachings, and there's been, and I haven't focused on it very much lately, because to me it's almost like a moot point. Once he got into office, you know, yeah, okay, great, fight, fight the uh, evil, fight the deception, but I'm not going to devote whole teachings to it anymore. You know, I mean, but they, they accurately state he, um, he wasn't vetted properly. And this was done on orders by the invisible hand or the elite, which now orders silence even in the face of admissions of guilt by the PhD who forged his birth certificate. This order for silence applies to Supreme Court judges. Our country has been handed over to them as, rep- as represented in the person of Obama by the traitors in, in Washington, D.C., including the Supreme Court judges and the thousands of others who have sold their souls and their country for a secret bank account. I thought it was wonderful when we saw that Washington Monument start to crack. I just hope God finishes the job. I'm not saying any Christian go finish the job. I'm saying I hope God finishes the job on that. The largest phallus symbol on the planet. 666 feet from the base, which is 111 feet underground, to the tip. The Washington Monument. The largest phallus symbol on the planet. The second biggest one being in Vatican City, which is appropriate. So, um, anyway, just something to maybe direct prayers to, because it's pure evil. And it's pure witchcraft as well. Anyway, let's go further here. Uh, U.S. government agencies such as the SEC, for example, like U.S. politicians, are in bed with the banks in Wall Street. They are whores just like the politicians. The very last people these employees of the corporation represent are the American people. That's a whole other story how America is actually a corporation now. Are you aware that liberals are now filing lawsuits around the country against conservatives attempting to take away our free speech rights to criticize Obama and all Democratic politicians who voted for Obamacare? Well, that's where it's ultimately coming. Total no freedom of speech. And this is why... You know, I feel compelled to try to get up there and warn as much as I can uh, with this ministry because when that day and time comes, it's probably going to come pretty quick. And they're most likely going to shut down all free speech over the internet, probably overnight over some crisis that develops. He goes on to say, I'm not kidding you, and some are uh, being filed in courts where judges were appointed by Obama, meaning these gag orders for people not to speak out against Obama or Obamacare or liberals or anything like that, or, you know, the gays or, the, or against, you know, abortion, stuff like that. Um, some judges are refusing to dismiss these obviously frivolous lawsuits because they were appointed by Obama. Is it any wonder that they are trying to shut down talk radio and take control of the internet content while the TSA and the BATF and the Justice Department display their police state tactics time and time again? And now there's at least one killing per day by cops shooting unarmed civilians somewhere in the country. See, that evil is just permeating through our government at all levels. A little leaven leaveneth the whole lump. 45 million, 753,000 and growing fast are on food stamps. So, in other words, they're totally dependent on the government for their survival. Okay, that's, that's just something that, I'm not condemning anybody that is, but if you are there, I would admonish you to pray that God deliver you from that situation so that you're not dependent upon the government. Because if they 
you're dependent upon them, things get bad, they can start, and they will start dictating in order for you to get the same benefits, if that's even available, that you're going to probably have to sell your soul in order to get them. In other words, the, the, the price that, I mean, you're going to have to pay to Satan is going to be far greater than you want to pay. So I, I, would, I would encourage you to start praying now for God to deliver you from those situations and for us to pray for the body of Christ, that they're in a position of strength and not of weakness when these things happen so that we can be free to do whatever the Lord Jesus Christ would have us to do and not in bondage as this, this day beckons upon us, as this day moves closer and closer when we're going to see this systematic collapse of the global economy and many, many other things implemented at the same time. Uh, this people on food stamps was up 2.5% in the last month. And Yahoo says Obama has created jobs. Oh, that, that guy, I tell you, I, I mean, every speech that I see, hear sound bites from him is just pure lies. He talks about how he's helped the economy and created jobs and done all this. I mean, he's done the exact opposite. But it's like Goebbels, uh, Goebbels, uh, the propaganda minister for Hitler. You know, the bigger the lie you tell, the better. The more inclined people are to believe it. And, and the bigger, the better. And this is what we're getting from Obama and, and his, his minions underneath him that are doing his bidding. And I understand that he's a puppet on the string controlled by the, his handlers in the Illuminati. Uh, but he is the puppet that they are using currently. Or at least in part. Okay, so here is the next story. Um, this is just a excerpt from a heads up from a Steve Quayle listener. Now, just because I um, will reference a particular website, tr- typically when I do that, I try to do it in the context in the context of many other confirmations that not only confirm much of the material that we're going over, but also confirms previous teachings that we've done. So it doesn't mean I'm giving a blanket confirmation on every single thing in a particularly given website. Okay, so, um, but this was confirmatory to a lot of other things that we had looked at in the past. This was written to Hawk. He said, I wrote you a few weeks ago regarding a Tustin UFO my wife and I witnessed. And again, thousands and thousands of UFO sightings globally per year, increasing even in rate. And again, we relate that to last week's study that um, would reference that. It says, this time I'm writing with information regarding how near the hour is. Uh, A friend of mine went to see his high school friends last week. This group are, without exception, SWAT team, military, or local police agencies in the Oxnard surrounding area, uh, which is a region of the United States, uh, town, evidently, they had, they had told him, they had told him, and he shared with me at the time, in June, now this was last June, that they were all going to be in special combat training on a military base in July. Now these are people of the SWAT team, military, local police. They didn't know exactly what it was for at the time, meaning they didn't know what their training was for at the time, and they didn't know they were going until they got together and started talking and realizing all the surrounding agencies, key people and key people that were going. In other words, it's some type of you know, combat training, um, 
collaborative effort that I have documented over and over and over. We talked about when we talked about the New Madrid fault zone and all the military training that um, joint collaborative efforts between local government, between local police, local sheriff, and, and our own government, where they're trying to combine all of the federal aspects of our country with the local statewide uh, military uh, law enforcement aspects, which has a lot to do with the New World Order. They don't want a lot of separate autonomous systems like the Sheriff Department and the City Police. They don't want them being separate entities. They want to combine everything into one. They want a joint collaborative effort. The other day, uh, uh, I had run an errand and it was in the morning, came back, and on this one particular exit, I had noted three different, and these were really big semis, uh, making a, uh, on a particular exit, on Interstate 40, three almost exact semis, and they had CCTT, and it stood for uh, Close Combat Tactical Training. Okay, on the back it said National Guard, the license plate said U.S. Army, and all these semis were going to the same destination, evidently. I, I even followed them for a little bit, and, and they turned down this one particular road, and I guess there's a National Guard base down there. Well, hours and hours later, probably eight hours, I was back at that same exit, and I saw two more of the same trucks, so I had no idea. I mean, there could have been potentially hundreds of these semis came through between those time periods and before and after as well. And they were all the same. I mean, these were some tricked-out semis. They had individual units built into the side of them that said 480 volts. They were, and there was about five of those. There were four separate diesel tanks that were underneath the semi that looked like they could hold between those four tanks... And the tanks up front, you could probably go from one coast to the other coast on one full fueling of diesel fuel. Uh, so in other words, they would not have to stop for gas. I've never seen that many gas tanks on a semi. And then all these separate little 480-volt power units that were there. And again, it was National Guard, U.S. Army. Close combat tactical training. Stamped right on the side of the semi. Um... And it said, like, when there was a door going into the side of the semi, and it, and it had ear, it had like the symbol for ear protection. Like, if you go in, you know, wear ear protection. Because they were evidently discharging weapons inside the semi or something of that nature. I don't really know what. But there could have been hundreds of these, and this was just something I observed the other day. Not to mention all the other confirmations that we're getting of troop mobilization and, and, and um, things of this nature. Again, if we have a global economic collapse or some type of cataclysmic event, nuclear meltdown, earthquake, tsunami, pandemic, uh, avian, swine flu, outbreak with the subsequent vaccinations of death, you're going to see mass mobilization of military units and also foreign troops, which we've pretty much proven are either on our soil or, or, or in the surrounding countries, uh, all come together. So, anyway, I wanted to throw that in. <clears throat> so, back to this article of this man writing in about the SWAT and the military local police 
they were going into special combat training on a military base in July. They didn't know exactly what it was for at the time. They didn't know they were going until they all got together and started talking and realizing that all the surrounding agencies and key people were actually going. It was a collaborative effort. Well, they had their Luciferian training. And it was under, and it was, and what it, what was it? It was urban combat and city clearing training on how to go block by block and house by house clearing people out of given areas. My quote friend asked then whether they had thought this was strange and why would they need such training? In the course they attended, they were told the government worried about these things like the financial collapse and riots overseas coming here. So, and there's been a lot of that talk about the, the riots in London coming to American shores. Obama has even addressed that. So what they're trying to do is to prepare now for this. In addition, they were told that FEMA, Federal Emergency Management Association, which is you know evil to the core, had special rules allowing them to forcefully evacuate people. My, quote, friend pressed as to how they could not see this was a problem and what exactly would cause these evacuations. My friend had his grandfather taken to the Japanese camps in World War II and understands how this time will be even worse. Yes, and when, during World War II, we took you know, Japanese Americans in mass and put them in concentration camps. That's well documented. I mean, there's no debate about it. Additionally, they were told family members and, quote, friends would be kept in safe, specially designated safe zones if they were called to perform their duty. Now, let me read that again. They were told their family members, the people in the training, and friends would be kept in specially designated safe zones if they were called to perform their duty, meaning house-to-house, block-to-block clearing of houses of Americans. My comment is, so they can all be blackmailed if needed. In other words, if they have your family and whoever else in specially designated safe zones, and this is one of the things I've seen where they will literally call you to another state. So, Maybe it's not that you're trying to evacuate your buddies or, or go house to house clearing friends of yours or people you might potentially know. If you're in a totally different state, the chances of that happening are very sl- slim to none. And what can happen is, is if you refuse to do what they tell you to do from a military standpoint, go in there, clear these houses house by house, use lethal force if necessary, do whatever it takes. If you refuse to do this, well, guess what? They've got your family in a designated safe zone So what are you going to do? We don't want anything bad to happen to your family. I've seen this many times. I don't know if I've ever mentioned it, but on these people that are being trained in these special collaborative training efforts, this is one of the things, blackmail. It's basically like holding your family hostage. Because when they get it, maybe when they get in the middle of this, if they if they didn't have that extra incentive of their family being held hostage, they may be very reluctant to go through house to house clearing of Americans and kill them if necessary if they meet any resistance. Now our hope is in the Lord Jesus Christ. Okay, so I'm not saying this to put you know the fear of man in people. The Bible says the fear of man bringeth the snare, and the Lord Jesus Christ can protect his remnant. This is why the Bible says, pray that you be counted worthy to escape all the things that are coming upon this world and to stand before the Son of Man, which is something we should be praying for, I think. 
You know, from a, from a scriptural standpoint, obviously. Uh, but this is what their plan is, and what they're willing to do in order to ensure the government's agenda is fulfilled. That's pretty dirty, rotten, low down, I know. But you know, <laughs> they want to have their they want to have insurance that these people are going to go out and do as they're told, and perform their quote duty as they're told. And then this ends by saying, I have zero doubt this group will do what they are told, believing it will save their hides. And again, this is not the first time I've heard this. I've heard this on multiple other people that have given other testimonies of these joint military collaborative efforts with the same thing, that their families will be held in these safe zones. So I wouldn't say that unless I had got other confirmation in times past. Let's go further here. Okay, so let's look at some more confirmation of this. Uh, This next article is entitled Vibrant Response 12 Mass Catastrophe Exercise Takes Place in the Heartland and this starts out by saying in a quiet location of southern Indiana more than 7,000 U.S. Army sailors, airmen, marines and Department of Defense civilian personnel are engaged in the largest catastrophic incident drill to be conducted by the U.S. Army North starting on August 16th and ending on August 28th which is today This highly complex drill aims to train troops to respond to catastrophic domestic, chemical, biological, radiological, or nuclear incidents should it happen on American soil. This federal emergency response exercise called Vibrant Response 12 will take place at Muscatatuck, boy that's a tough one, urban training complex in Jennings County near Butlerville, Indiana. So there's another one, joint, you know, this joint training exercise. Next article, uh, Obama warns of Norway-style lone wolf shooting in America. President Obama will help, with the help of the corporate control media, has warned and threatened the Oslo-Norway-style attack on the 10th anniversary of 9-11, on the 9-11 attacks to be carried out by a so-called lone wolf terrorist, which is so easy to blame, you know. And in this case, we've done a whole teaching on that, how they said he was a Christian fundamentalist, and he was anything but a Christian fundamentalist, that Blyvek guy in Norway. But, you know, they love to, uh, they love to, uh, they're trying to demonize Christians, and this is one of the ways they're doing it. Considering the fact that it is a documented history that lone wolf terrorists are usually mentally unstable patsies for some larger operation, this warning from Obama should send up red flags throughout the country. And again, something to pray about regarding this coming 9-11, because I've seen a lot of posturing saying, oh, there's going to be some false flag, whether it's a nuclear event, multiple nuclear events, some false flag terrorist attack on 9-11. As the corporate media feeds the terrorism fear, Without so much as questioning the official line, the American, the people of America are slowly losing their most fundamental rights, all in the name of security. So, if Obama's warning against it, you know, it's all the more re- reason to uh, pray regarding that subject. This article, which relates to that, is entitled, Norwegians Ready for Gestapo-Style Police. The bomb attack in Oslo makes Norwegians desire the dissolvement of freedom and the establishment of a new police state. <laughs> That's a pretty pathetic statement. So the bomb attack in Oslo makes the Norwegians desire the dissolvement of freedom 
and the establishment of a new police state. Scientists in Norway were surprised that the Norwegian people are ready to give up their legal rights toward the police if there is a terror threat towards the nation. Okay, they're, they're ready, well, ready and willing. We're, here we are, we're ready to sign up, essentially. Um, the study was conducted back in 2006. So maybe because it was, it was done five years before this happened with Blyvac and the whole deal and all those bombings, well, they knew the country was ripe for a totalitarian type of police state. They knew that they were willing, even back in 2006, to give up all their rights. I mean, that is really sad and pathetic. Now, I'm not saying they could have they couldn't have uh, trumped this study up, which many times is true, but I don't know. Um, if, if there's how much of this is true and how much of it is not, but this is what they're saying. And of course, I know we can't really believe the government, but anyway, the study was conducted back in 2006 and tested the waters after the September 2011-2001 attack in the U.S., the London bombing and the Madrid terrorist attack of 2004. A total of 1,332 people gave feedback to the scientists from the NSD poll. The amount of Norwegians who are ready to give the police power to hold people for an unlimited amount of days are probably much higher today. In other words, they can just come in, take you, hold you for unlimited amounts of time, unlimited numbers of days, just because they at, at the whim of the police. Um, the comment here by the man that wrote the article, the Norwegian population seemed to have absolutely no interest in ideology and principled thinking. Today they are mostly occupied with their materialistic possessions and voices their right to reject any moral compass. That may very well be the case. I mean, I'm sorry, but I know um, that a lot of these states, particularly Sweden and Norway and Denmark and a lot of those states, I mean, there's very, very, very little... um, Bible-believing Christianity, and very, very, very hedonistic in the way that, um, from a morality standpoint, I'm not saying America's perfect, okay, by any stretch of the imagination, but for the most part, very, very liberal. And I'm not coming against any of my listeners in any of those countries. I'm just kind of stating facts. I mean, I admit America's a cesspool at this point as well, but it's almost like they've got to jump a head start on us, you know, regarding liberalism and that type of thing. The great irony of European history is that the Germans voted to end their life to end their life in freedom and hand all powers over to the Nazi-style leader Adolf Hitler. The Norwegians are, are willing to copy that act. They do not mind living in a totalitarian society where a Gestapo kind of police force can round up people and keep them behind bars as long as the authorities desire. Well, that's a pretty sad indictment. John... 3.19 says, and this is the condemnation that light is coming to the world. And men loved darkness rather than light, because their deeds were evil. When people start to condone laws and just go along with them that are evil, that are dark, the Bible says they do so because their deeds are evil. 
The Bible says in Psalm 12, verse 8, that the wicked walk on every side when the vilest men are exalted. I can't imagine more of a vile person than we, than we have right now, Obama as president. Okay, and, and you could say that true about a lot of the, the politicians and, and, and the Hollywood superstars. The vilest men are exalted. Well, what happens when the wicked walk on every side? So when you see wickedness increasing, evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived, according to 2 Timothy 3.13. This is what we should be expected when you see the vilest men exalted. That which is highly esteemed among men is an abomination in the sight of God. And, and, you know, that's where we're at right now. So going further, it says, when people disappear, you can be sure that few will really care as long as they themselves are safe. This kind of environment is the perfect arena for all who will welcome the Antichrist. And that's true. It's the perfect environment to usher in the Antichrist. Uh, Next article. Um, This is entitled, Project Blue Beam Imminent, which does relate to last week's study, uh, heavily, um, Project Bluebeam imminent, Micho Kaku hyping alien invasion as corporate media says alien threat would help global governance. A new video from CNN, okay, this is from CNN, Communist News Network, oh sorry, um, has been released that openly admits this alien invasion would be a fake. Are we being set up for the Project Bluebeam style false flag? Now, Project Bluebeam, just go in, if you want to know more about that, go into contendingfortruth.com, key in Bluebeam. Not Bluebeard, but Bluebeam, sorry. And um, you'll find it. I, 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 I wasn't able to access that and added those keywords to the one teaching that I talked about that. And again, with Bluebeam, it's the fake being able to, to project, um, we can stage a false rapture, you can project gigantic images up in the skies of different religious figures, UFOs, whatever you're trying to accomplish through holographic deception. Uh, it's part of the technology. And um, that's what Bluebeam is, is all about. And they've had this technology for quite some time, and it most likely will be used extensively in the end-time deception. Dr. Miko Kaku, renowned physicist, author, and apparent mouthpiece for the scientific dictatorship that is the New World Order, talks on the corporate media about likely the likelihood of an alien invasion. This is on CNN, mainstream here. Project Bluebeam is a very controversial subject and concerns the government carrying out fake alien invasions to forward the agenda of creating their much sought after one world government. Well, that's one aspect of it. You know, uh... But also being able to project all types of religious iconic symbols in religious ascended master-like symbols. Maitreya, for example, claiming to be the fifth Buddha, the, the Krishna, the Imam Mahdi to the Muslims. All these awaited saviors, the Messiah to the Jews, the Christ to the Christians, can be projected up over large land masses, holographic images that appear to be the awaited savior for a particular religious group over a designated geographical area. Now, if you combine this with some of the technology that they have available to telepathically beam thoughts into your head, which we talked about last week, 
you have all the you have all the elements for a massive massive deception that is going to deceive people in mass and deceive their hearts it's going to be a heartfelt deception because people are going to trust in their own hearts he who trusteth in his own heart is a fool the bible says proverbs 28:26 you compare everything with scripture so not something you want to do so what better way now i, I posted the actual link to the teaching where i talked about bluebeam i think it's part 6 and it's called Strong Delusion, ETs, Aliens, UFOs, Nephilim, Nephilim, and the Grenada Treaty. Now, if you want to know about our government's collaboration with these supposed entities, click on that and listen to that because uh, I go a lot farther into that subject there. So, going back to the article, what better way to make the people surrender the last of their rights and freedoms than to be presented with an unbeatable enemy from another world? A supposedly unbeatable enemy. The fact that Michu Kaku is on the corporate control media talking about it is enough to ring alarm bells. People watching this video and reading this quick article may well laugh at the mere suggestion of such a thing. But I can tell you one thing. The elites that would carry it out sure would take it seriously. As an ex-Nazi and ex-head of NASA once said, quote, This is an ex-Nazi and the ex-head of NASA. He once said, quote, The last card... The last card we will play will be a fake alien invasion. End of quote. I'll tell you, Nassau's evil. Okay? And this is what he said. The last card. This is going to be the probably the last linchpin event to usher in the New World Order. In conjunction with many, many, many other horrific things that they have on the docket. Next article, and again, I say all these things because I'm trying to give you confirmation. Out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, a thing is established according to the word of God. So when we see multiple confirmations by different sources and the corporate media is openly admitting to these types of things, well, we want to kind of pay attention so that we're not deceived or destroyed for lack of knowledge. Next article, Navy SEALs involved in military drills over Boston's general populace, possible holographic technology. Uh, here's a note by the author. It says, as many of you know, the Intel Hub has covered the drills taking place over Boston for the last few days. Now, this was a couple weeks ago, I think. Now, the city's mayor admits that the drills were conducted by the Navy SEALs. The article states, in the skies over Boston, low-flying helicopters. We just had three military hel helicopters fly over our house today. You know, yeah, We've seen a lot of this lately. Those Huey helicopters, the big transport ones, they fly over, and then smaller ones, these, were they black helicopters, Taylor? Black helicopters flying over at low levels. They're trying to get us acclimated and conditioned. They're trying to create this, this feeling of um, panic, almost, you know. Let me start over. In the skies over Boston, low-flying helicopters instilled real fear in many people. According to reports, some people found it scary. Some even claim to witness what appeared to be a holographic-like technology deployed from the helicopters. One quote from this guy, uh, and I'll give you a link to his, I don't know where he, uh, a link to his internet site or something. He states, quote, I saw UFOs in a fake hologram plane fly right over my house, 
very, very low during the drills in Boston. And self-admitted, these were the Navy SEAL drills. He goes on to say they had another drill at the Natick Labs bioterror drill month, a month ago, too. I and many others saw a lot of military trucks and something in the back of the trucks going toward Boston a week ago as well. Something is about to go down and I have a bad feeling. End of quote. They end it by saying, could this be a prelude to Project Bluebeam going active? Now see, this is a secular site, Intel Hub. But they're well aware of Project Bluebeam and the deceptive implications. Unfortunately, they're not saved and they don't understand the ultimate objective or they're unwilling to accept the ultimate objective. But we're seeing more and more of this, you know, uh, taking place now. Here's another one. CNN analysis. Now, when I get a lot of subjects regarding the same particular topic over and over, and a lot of times that's when I start really taking notice about a given topic. And, and again, I saw all of these con- confirmatory things take place in a very short period of time. And this is just what I've documented in a close time proximity, just lately. Next article, CNN analysis calls on government to manufacture war with aliens to save the economy. This is from CNN, again. Okay? Different guy, though, this time. Krugman, a New York Times writer who is routinely lambasted by the likes of Max Kaiser and Gerald Salente for being a stooge for the establishment and an apologist for the Federal Reserve, appeared on the CFR luminary Fareed Sakara's CNN show to make a seemingly radical argument. He said, quote, If we discovered that space aliens were planning to attack and needed a massive buildup to counter the space alien threat, and inflation in budget deficits took a secondary place to that, this slump would be over in 18 months, meaning the economic slump we're in right now. Then he goes on to say, And if we were... If we discovered, oops, we made a mistake, there aren't any aliens, we'd be better off. Meaning, we have this massive military buildup, much like World War II, which is kind of what is credited with bringing, with, which what brought um, America out of the Great Depression, the military buildup that started to ensue, at least in part, um, very similar. This military buildup that would take place in order to fight the aliens, well, then that would get us out of the economic slump. So that would be a good thing, right? I mean, <laughs> it's like total insanity. Then he goes on to say, quote, There was a Twilight Zone episode like this in which scientists fake an alien threat in order to achieve world peace. Well, this time we need it in order to get some fin- fiscal stimulus. End of quote. Oh my word. I mean, this is pure insanity. We need this to get some fiscal stimulus? Oh, wow. This was on CNN. Okay? Predictably, I mean, before you would have only heard something like this on like some fringe person on George Norrie. Now we're seeing this on CNN. Predictably, subsequent discussions about Krugman's comments were concentrated around his lurid analogy of an extraterrestrial invasion while missing the elephant in the living room and the real point of the rant, which was Krugman's advocacy for the Obama administration to stage a fake crisis, or indeed a war, in order to ram through its economic agenda. Well, yes, true. So I wanted to give you that. I mean, talk about confirmations. 
Check this one out. Here's another one. All within a very short time frame. I'm just, this is current events. Okay. This one's entitled, Pay Your Carbon Taxes to Al Gore or Space Aliens Will Attack. Having failed with drowning polar bears and global superstorms, rising sea levels, and a myriad of other manufactured hoaxes, global warming alarmists have inter- invented a new threat to try and persuade us uh, to pay our carbon taxes directly to Al Gore and the global elite, which are vengeful environmentalist extraterrestrials from outer space. These are, these are ETs that want to go green, and they want to go green really bad. So bad that they're going to attack us. A team of American researchers have produced a range of scenarios in which aliens could attack the Earth. And, curiously, one revolves around climate change. They speculate that extraterrestrial environmentalists could be so appalled by our planet-polluting ways that they view us as a threat to the intergalactic ecosystem and decide to destroy us. I mean, have you ever heard such insanity Going further, the thought-provoking scenario is one of many envisioned by a joint study by Penn State and the NASA Planetary Science Division entitled, they even put a title on this study, quote, would contact with extraterrestrials benefit or harm humanity? A, A scenario analysis, end of quote. This is a joint venture between Penn State and NASA Planetary Science Division. Do you understand how this is all becoming so much more mainstream now? We got two reports from CNN. We got NASA totally collaborating. We've got joint studies between secular universities now and NASA. Seems like they're trying to give a lot more credibility to something that 10 years ago would have been like, again, probably only discussed on... uh, George Nor, of course, back then it was, um, I forget the guy's name. Anyway, it's irrelevant. But it divides projected, <clears throat> going back to the article, it divides projected close encounters into neutral, those that cause mankind unintentional harm, and more worryingly, those aliens, those in which aliens do us intentional harm. So in other words, we got to really be careful about what we're doing to Mother Gaia because we might offend some of these little um, the little green men devils and the reptilians. Because if they don't like what we're doing to Mother Gaia, they may just destroy us. So we've got to really be thinking about these things, guys. You know, it's, it's important. We don't want to offend them. Extraterrestrial intelligence, quote, could attack and kill us, enslave us, or potentially even eat us. This is from this report. This joint report from Penn State and NASA. They could attack us, kill us, enslave us, or potentially even eat us? What, like they did on V? Where we were their primary food source? Hmm. Like all those disturbing quotes in the Book of Enoch where it says they consumed the acquisitions of men and then they consumed man? And where it talks about in the Bible that the Nephilim, when they devoured all the inhabitants of the land... Hmm. I wonder if it has anything to do with as it was in the days of Noah. So shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. I've given you all those quotes in the past. But it seems to be a striking uh, similarity. Hmm. 
Then it goes on to say, ETI could attack us out of selfishness or out of a more altruistic desire to protect the galaxy from us. Yeah, we're a real threat to the galaxy on planet Earth. Yeah, we really are. We might be a threat to the galaxy just as we, we are a threat to our home planet at war. See, they know what's best for us, these benevolent little uh, devils. But before we brace ourselves for alien annihilation, the report suggests things could turn in humanity's favor. Quote, as we continue the search for extraterrestrials in the future, perhaps our thinking about the different modes of contact will help human civilization to avoid collapse and achieve long-term survival, it suggests. Notice all of these stupidly asinine secular reports are always apart from the Lord Jesus Christ. Always apart from any kind of biblical guidelines. It's just totally speculative and man-centered. So, um, it's just total garbage. But, you know, this was reported by Fox News. This was where the story broke. This joint study between Penn State and NASA. Goes on to state, green aliens might object to the environmental damage humans have caused on Earth and wipe us out in order to save the planet. These scenarios give us reason to limit our growth and reduce our impact on global ecosystems. It would be particularly important for us to limit our emissions of greenhouse gases. Since atmospheric composition can be observed from other planets, see, they might have a telescope on Mars and they might be able to see that we're, we're putting out too much um, carbon dioxide from the cars. And that might just be enough to, uh, uh, you know, just totally eradicate the whole human race just to save Mother Gaia so that she's not grieved. Because that's what the New World Order boys teach in the whole Mother Gaia global religion thing. It just total in, in, insanity is what we're dealing with here. Is it, in a, is it really any wonder why polls show belief in global warming is collapsing? A recent Rasmussen survey found that 69% of Americans believe scientists had likely falsified climate change data to push their agenda. So in other words, since the whole global warming thing has been falling apart on Al Gore's part, now they're coming up with some other angle in which to take away all of our rights from an environmental standpoint um, in, in order to have justification for that. Now it's that, not that we're even grieving Mother Guy or we're doing anything to Mother Guy, it's that we might be grieving the aliens now. And they might wipe us out as a result of this. Going further, it says, They fed us with drowning polar bears, overpopulation paranoia, global superstorms, and the manner of all manufactured lies in an effort to terrify people into accepting the hoax and blithery handing, blithely handing over the carbon taxes to Al Gore and the Rothschilds. See, global carbon taxes. The love of money is the root of all evil. Uh, <clears throat> but none of it has worked. Al Gore's Chicago Climate Exchange has all but collapsed. The fact that they now have resorted to playing the alien invasion card illustrates how desperate and discredited the climate change cult has become. Aside from all this, why do we need aliens to destroy humanity and save the planet? White House science czar John P. Holdren seems to have it all in hand. Holdren's 1977 book, Ecoscience, called for a planetary regime to carry out forced abortions and mandatory sterilization procedures, as well as drugging the water supply in an effort to cull the human surplus. They've had this on the books and on the agenda for a long, long time. Holdren, comfortingly, 
is now in charge of the geoengineering of the planet to protect against supposed man-made climate change. Mostly through, I would imagine, through chemtrailing, because that's what they call it now. It's geoengineering. They admit to it. But they say that we're geoengineering the planet through the chemtrails, through these poisons that they're spraying, you know, by the ton over populated cities. It's just a depopulation tool is really what it's mostly about. Um, last article here relating to this part, and then we'll go to the second. The next part is entitled, um, well, NASA researchers say they have found evidence that some building blocks of DNA found in meteorites were likely created in space. The finding offers more support to the theory that the origin of life may have come from some elsewhere in the universe. Handily, delivery, handily delivered by a meteorite long ago. So, okay, so after the Big Bang happened, some meteorite came with DNA on it, okay, and crashed into the planet, and then the rain fell on the rocks, and, and out of this primordial ooze got hit by a lightning bolt, and this DNA on the meteorite got energized, kind of like Frankenstein, or the Bride of Frankenstein, through a little electrical jolt, and that's when life actually, that was the spark of life, that ultimately ended up evolving into every life form that we have now on the planet. Wow. Now that is a stretch. That, I mean, you have to have serious faith to believe in that. Blind faith to believe in that. But that's evolution for you. That's evolution. They've just got to find some way of discrediting the word of God. And it can't be that God created them, created the universe and earth and mankind in seven days. No, no. Can't be that, no. Because then, if that was true, then humanity might have to answer to that very same holy God when their life is done. And we can't have that because we we don't want to be accountable to anybody. So we're going to invent and create all of this garbage so that we can weasel our way out of not having to answer to holy God. But it's, it's going to be irrelevant when they die and they plunge into hell and they realize they just believe a lie. So I'm going to go ahead and end um, this part. I'm, I'm, really, it's going to be part five of the teaching from last week. And we'll go to part six next. God bless you. Scott Johnson's weekly audios are available for free 24-7 on the internet at contendingfortruth.com. That's C-O-N-T-E-N-D-I-N-G-F-O-R. T-R-U-T-H dot com. Please help us continue this work. To support this ministry, our mailing address is Scott Johnson, 2nd Line, 450 Conover, C-O-N-O-V-E-R, Boulevard West, number 202, 3rd Line, Conover, North Carolina, 28613. Or on the internet, PayPal can be used at contendingfortruth.com. Thank you, and may the Lord Jesus Christ richly bless you.